Welcome everyone to today's class. First of all, I forgot to mention last week, uh, well done. Uh, I heard you all contributed quite a large sum for the COVID relief fund in India. So well done, everyone, everyone who donated. So welcome to this illusionary waking world, everyone. We're doing Vedanta Treaties, Chapter 19, The Illusions, Maya. Does anyone have any questions before we begin? So just an intro, quick recap, because this is quite a subtle subject. So best to remind you, give you some, some baseline before we start today's class, what we've discussed in the last few classes. And we said, just as the dreamer believes his world is solid and real, you as the waker now feel everything is solid and real. No difference. But to someone who has reached the fourth state of consciousness, person who's realized the self, truths of life, to him or her, this waking world is no different than the dream world is to you, the waker. Does everyone understand the comparison? The person who's reached that fourth state sees the waking world just as you, the waker, sees the dream world. It's impossible for us to understand that this world is an illusion because we are part of it. We are in the illusion. Just as the, it's impossible for the dreamer to understand that he's in a dream. But if we take this subject on board, if we have that inquiry in our mind, all these great saints, they're all saying the same thing. What if it's true? What if this world is unreal? What if it's an illusion? illusion? If you entertain that idea for a moment, could there be something beyond this world? Then you open a door to the fourth state. Just that thought allows you to think of something beyond the world. But it's very difficult because we get so caught up in our life, this illusory world. Right now in class, you may think, yes, makes sense. It's logical. I agree with what is being said. But as soon as the class is over, the laptop is switched off, we're back in the illusory world, we forget everything. This is the problem. We, we can't maintain that thought. That's how powerful this illusory world is. But beyond the deep sleep state, beyond the dream state, beyond the waking state, lies your true being, the fourth state. 
And the scriptures state that you are not the waker that you think you are right now. You're not the dreamer or the deep sleeper. These are all conditioned states. Conditioned states of consciousness. So who are you? You're the unconditioned self. Atman, Brahman and God. That's who we are. We've forgotten that. So life's mission is to find out who we are. It's the only way, and it's only from this, the waking state, can we get to the fourth state. You see the world because you don't see Brahman. You're ignorant of Brahman, hence you see the world. So with this knowledge, we're studying knowledge of the fourth state, we can get out of this illusion and wake up to the fourth state. Just like the dreamer waking up from the dream state to the waking state. Any questions? That's what we covered. Any questions? Deepavan, you got a question? Okay. So we're going to start with world and illusion. We covered it at the end last last week. Uh, last week, but just yeah, Kel. Sorry, Nikish. Uh, yeah, me. Yeah. Come on. Go ahead. Oh, it's me. Okay, I don't know which one. Okay, um, I was just wondering. You know, if you're saying or it's established that. If we're in the waking world, as soon as, like you said, the laptop's down, we go back into our world. Doesn't that make it easier then for people when they're away from all of this and like isolating themselves completely, like in the mountains and things, easier for them? Yes, that's why they do it. <laughs> less distractions, less worldly distractions, mind can concentrate. See, the reason, as soon as you turn your laptop off, the world takes over because Nikish is saying, what's for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> Automatically, you're thinking, okay, what's for lunch? Automatically, the TV goes on, the phone goes off, radio goes off, whatever. You get distracted. So that thought disappears. You cannot maintain that thought for long, even though it all makes sense. Because of the pull of the world on your mind, intellect. This is the five senses, they get distracted, attached. This is the problem. Hence, these great saints, they go and live in a cave in the Himalayas or, you know, they seclude themselves from society so that they can maintain that thought. No distraction. Is that okay? Yeah, you're absolutely right what you said. But we can't do that. But we can create an environment like that's why studying in the morning is promoted because everyone's still asleep. So you can create that environment for yourself, a little room, quiet, where you can read and contemplate and think, and you can maintain that thought for longer. Till your partner wakes up and says, Where's the tea? Until then you can maintain it. <laughs> You know, so that's why they say in the morning, everyone's still sleeping. Use that time. 
Because once the mind is wake, awoke, woken up and distracted, that's it, it's hard to pull it back. You observe yourself. Once the mind is gone in the morning, you can't. It's very difficult to pull it back. And that's why they say between 4.30 and 6.30, because it's the easiest time, sattvic time, to control those passions, those distractions. Mind is still sleeping. Any other questions? So um, we'll just go over the world and illusion, that topic. Um, even though we covered um, the two paragraphs last week, um, we'll just start it from there only because it's quite, um, it's the foundation of today's class. Yeah? Okay, world and illusion. Ravi. I'll start from paragraph three where we left off. Uh, from paragraph from, one, please. Okay, no worries. Vedanta declares that this solid seeming world is not different from the dream world. The waking world is also an imaginary projection upon the reality, Brahman, a mere illusion. However, the world that a waker experience is defined in time, space, and causation. It is precise accurate, whereas the world that a dreamer goes through is imprecise, inaccurate. These two worlds therefore differ in degree, not in kind, but both are illusions. The reality supporting them is Brahman. When you realize your supreme self, you get established in the supreme reality, Brahman. The illusory worlds of the waking, dream and deep sleep then disappear. What remains thereafter is Brahman alone. So we covered it last week. Both, he's saying both the dream world and the waking world are the same in kind, but there is some difference. What is the difference? What is the difference, anyone? Who were here last week? They're both the same, but there's difference in kind. What was the differences? Can you remember? What's the foundation of the waking world? What makes up the world? The three things. Body, mind, and intellect. Body, mind, intellect. That's a human being, the world. Oh, sorry. What's the world made of? Yeah, Dharmesh? Time, space, causation. Time, space, causation is the world. So he's saying the dream world and the waking world are both made up of time, space, and causation as the foundation. The difference is in the waking state, time, space, and causation is more accurate. Does everyone know what time, space, causation is? Time, we all know. Space is our environment. The causation is cause and effect. You lay an apple seed, it grows into an apple tree. Cause and effect. You do bad karma, you do bad, bad deeds, you get bad karma. Bad things will happen. Cause and effect. So he's saying that this is what the waking world is made up of. But the dream world is also made of time-space causation. The only difference is that in the waking world, it's more accurate. Time is more accurate. Space is more accurate. Causation is more accurate. 
We gave that example last week. In a dream, you want to go from UK to India. You can instantly imagine yourself on a plane. No taxi, no airport, no luggage check-in. You're sitting in your seat instantly. You have a drink. You hear in the next second, we're landing in Mumbai. How much time has gone? One minute. In the waking world, it's different. Time and space is more accurate. You can't fly 8,000 miles in one minute. It takes nine hours. In the dream world, you said, we said you can plant an apple seed and you can imagine it growing into a mango tree. Hey, how did this happen? Causation isn't accurate. Mind can project anything, but this will not happen in the waking world. So we said, dream and waking world, they're both the same in kind, but there are differences. The difference is how we perceive time, space, and causation. That's the difference. We said, it's like you watch a black and white silent movie. That's the dream world. Black and white silent movie is a movie projected on a screen. And then you watch a color movie in 3D, surround sound. That's the waking world. That's the difference. Both are movies projected on the screen. Both are images. Neither are real, but the color movie in 3D with surround sound feels more real than the other. Both are the same in kind, the only difference in degree. Experiences are different, even though both are movies. Make, that, make sense? Both are movies. Similarly, Waking state, dream state, differ in degree, not in kind. It's not that dream state is unreal and the waking state is real. But we believe that. We believe that this world right now is real. Last, night, last night's dream was unreal. We believe that. So these great saints, self-real saints, are saying they are both the same. Up to you. Believe it or not, they're both the same. The same. Just because time-space causation is more precise than in the dream, in the waking world, the waker thinks this waking state is more real and the dream unreal. And because of that, we give the waking world more importance. But they're both illusions, say the masters. Profound, both are illusions. We're in this illusionary world. That's why I greeted you. Welcome to this illusionary class, in this illusionary world. Any questions? Does it make sense, the comparison? You give you some idea, the difference? Great. Next paragraph. Are we? When a person is hypnotized, he sees a lake in his lounge. None else sees it. To the hypnotized, the lake is real. When dehypnotized, he does not see the lake anymore. So too, in the ignorance of your supreme self, you have hypnotized yourself to believe you are the body, mind, and intellect. In that self-hypnosis, 
you see an imaginary world of things and beings. The world is just a hypnotic phenomenon. You must get off this self-hypnosis. Wake up, realize your true self. The supreme reality reveals itself. The world is no more. The thing, we've all hypnotized ourselves to think that we are this person, this body, mind, intellect, and we all see this imaginary world. Just like the person on stage saw the lake when he was hypnotized. How do we become dehypnotized? Anyone? How do we become dehypnotized from this worldly illusion? Yeah, Dimple? Wake up. Wake up. How, what makes you wake up? We yeah. don't have an alarm clock. <laughs> Thinking of the fourth, fourth state. Um... In the knowledge of the self, your true personality, knowledge of the fourth state. The more you gain this knowledge, the greater you're able to get to the fourth state. As you get this knowledge, you slowly start to dehypnotize yourself. Then just as the person sees the floor when he's dehypnotized, you are able to see the world for what it is, an illusion. No longer see yourself as this, the body, mind, intellect, this limited personality. You become one with Brahman. Thus, we covered that last, last week, two, those two paragraphs. Any questions? Okay. Yeah, Sil has a question. Just, Loudly. I was just going to say how difficult it is because this hypnosis that you're talking about is yeah. mass hypnosis. Mm. Everyone in the world, including ourselves, is hypnotized. Mm. And we're constant. It's only in this class. Can you hear, Nikisha? It's only in this class that we are told that we're actually hypnotized and there's this knowledge that can help us yeah. dehypnotize. Every other second of the day, because everybody else is hypnotized, we're all pulling each other in. That deeper hypnosis almost yeah. so difficult. Well, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah, sorry, Nikisha, you had a question. Oh, no, no, it's just kind of to go on that point to say, like, um, obviously, well, not obviously, but some science, obviously science says that when you're sleeping, it's your subconscious. Then when you're awake, it's your conscious. So going on to those point, you know that when you've woken up, that was your subconscious and you have like unlimited things that you can do there. But then when you're awake and you're conscious, now every action has a reaction, every effect like that. So yeah, I, I yeah, agree with that. Definitely. It's more real. So even in the dream, you have consequences. You trip in the dream, you know, you hurt yourself. The dreamer hurts itself, but it doesn't feel as real, that's all. The pain in the waking world right now, it feels more real. That's the difference. And yes, we're all hypnotized, we're all living this illusory world. This is what they're saying. And just like in the dream world, you have all your family, friends, everything, you've got that in the waking world. 
but we're going to look at that more in detail now. So what is this world then? What, what is this world? You find out what this world is. Any ideas? What is this world that we're all experiencing? It's Vedanta says it's Maya. What does Maya mean? It means not that. We now discover what the world actually is. Yeah. Now remember when we discussed this that we all go through three states of consciousness. They are deep sleep state when you're in deep sleep, dream state, and waking state. But there is the fourth state, the state of self-realization. Remember that. So we'll 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 see what the world is. What what is this world? Ravi, can we the first paragraph? Vedanta calls this world Maya. Ma means not, ya means that. Maya literally means not that. You ask if this world is real, Vedanta says it is Maya, not that. No. How can the world be real when it's when it is transient, fleeting, passing? The world does not exist at all times. It disappears in deep sleep. It is also said to dissolve completely upon self-realization. The world does not stand the test of reality. Reality is something that lasts forever. Therefore, the world cannot be real. Then this is the world unreal. Vedanta says Maya, not that, no. It is not unreal either. Cannot be called unreal. For unreal means that which never existed. Like the horns of a man. Man has never had horns. This cannot be applied to the world because the world exists for you now. Hence, it cannot be unreal. If the world is neither real nor unreal, can it then be partly real and partly unreal? Vedanta says Maya, not that, no. World cannot be partly real and partly unreal for the reason that reality and unreality cannot coexist. Thus, the world you experience is neither real nor unreal, nor partly real or partly unreal. It is Maya, just a dream, an illusion. Thank you, Ravi, for reading that complicated paragraph. <laughs> so what is the world? What is this world? Is it real? is real for us now is it unreal maya not that is the world real vedanta says no the world is maya means not that the world cannot be real since it is fleeting it's passing it does not exist at all times it is not there in deep sleep when you're in deep sleep the world is not there for you How can it be real? It is not there at self-realization. The masters are saying this world is unreal, it's an illusion. Once they've reached that state, so it can't be real. 
Reality is defined as anything that existed in the past, exists now, and will exist in the future. Anything that exists right now, which did not exist in the past, which does not exist in the future, is called unreal. Does everyone know the difference? It has to be, it has to exist throughout time. This waking world right now, it does not test, stand the test of reality. It was not there last night while you were in the dream state. This world was not there for you. I know it's hard to get your head around this. You take the dream world and deep sleep state. They don't stand the test of reality. They were there only temporary. This world is also there only temporary for you. So the world isn't real, it's saying. So is the world unreal then? Since it exists for the waker right now, exists for you, for me, we are all here right now in the waking world, taking part in this class. It is real for all of us. Okay. It cannot be partly real and partly unreal either since they cannot coexist. So Vedanta states that it is just an illusion. This world is just an illusion, it's saying. It's not real, it's not unreal. It's an illusion, a dream. So where are we now? We are nowhere. Just an illusion, Maya. There is no world, it's saying. It's a deep, deep thought. If I ask you, Ravi, since you've read the paragraph love well, you understand it better. If I ask you, last night you had a dream. Was the dream world real? Was the dream world real? Um, at that present time, you would think it was real. If you believe right now, right now, do you, if, if I ask you, was the dream last night real? What would you say? Now as no. awakened? No. no. If you believe that the dream last night was unreal, it's saying you have no reason to believe that this, the waking world, is any more real. That's what he's saying. If you believe that the dream world last night, whoever you dreamt you were, is not real, then you have no reason to believe that this, the waking world, is any more real. There is no difference. They're both a dream and illusion. It's not easy to get your head around this. You have to think about it. Would the waking Please. world, sorry. Please, go ahead. So I was just going to say the difference is that in this waking world or disillusion that we're going through at the moment, we have one asset or tool that we don't have in any of the other states, which is our gross body, which interacts with everything. Yeah, that's why it seems more real. You have your gross body, you have your intellect. That's why it seems more real. 
But if we said in the beginning, you are not this body, mind, intellect, you're the self, then what difference does it make? You with me? See, but in the, from the waking state right now, you've, it's difficult for us to grasp this because we are the way to experience this waking world. But the same, if you believe that dream last night was unreal, you have no reason to believe that this, the waking world, is any more real. Can anyone explain to me why this is more real? If they believe this is real and that was unreal. Any factors you can say to me that, no, this is real, that was unreal. Can you imagine? Can you imagine all this is just an illusion? Your partner, your children, your job, your home, your bank balance, your mortgage. Everyone's smiling. Ah, oh, my mortgage is unreal. <laughs> your whole waking world, all a dream. Can you imagine that? You can't imagine it. All three states of consciousness is unreal, maya, an illusion. What is real then, anyone? What is real? You use it every day. The word you use every day. What is real? I, me. I've got that, yeah? Can tell by your reaction. <laughs> I is real because it exists throughout your life. Through all three states of consciousness, I am a boy, I am a woman, I am Dharmesh, I am short, I am tall, I am sleeping, I am dreaming, I am in deep sleep, I am awake. The I is constantly there. The I is your true self. You say, I am a waker. Who's the waker? I is the waker. I is not the waker. You, body, mind, intellect is the waker. So you really can't explain this knowledge to anyone. It's very difficult. Unless you go through the systematic study that we've been through, it does not make sense. Even now it doesn't make sense to you. You're saying, what's this guy on about? Even the first class, I said, this world is a dream and we're going to talk about it. None of you would come to the second class. This guy's, in it. This guy's mad. What's he talking about? me, you'd say. Wasting my Sunday mornings. Now, I say to you, after this class, go and tell your family, your friend, I learned that this world is unreal. Today, this morning, you are unreal. It's an illusion. What will they be doing? Calling a psychiatrist for you and for me. Stop these nonsense classes. What are you talking about? This is the problem. Kevin, you had a question.
Yeah, I just wanted to clarify something. So in the chapter earlier, oh, sorry, in this paragraph, it said, it, the world does not exist at all times. It disappears in deep sleep. So I'm, I'm struggling to understand, like what, when we say that like, this world is not real, because when I go to sleep, then yes, this world is not real. But those around me are still awake and are still partaking in this world, right? So to me, it seems it's all about the perception from where you're looking at it, whether you're looking at it from me or from everyone else's perception. And that's where I'm getting a bit... Absolutely like. right. And I'm glad you asked that question because that's the first question everyone should ask. So I'm glad you asked that question. So you've answered your own question, by the way. Who projects the world? Who projects the dream? Who projects the dream? We do. Well, each no, individual. No, I don't. Who projects your dream? Each, each individual, right? So you do. Yeah. Your dream is projected by yourself. Not even Bijal projects your dream. You project your own dream. Who projects this waking world? You do. I want to say we, I do, but it feels like we do because we all are here and we all have this continuity, right? So the fact that every Sunday we, we meet up, it's constant. There's, do you get what I'm saying? There's so much that ties us to, to this world. And that's why it's very, very difficult to understand this. Exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head. It's difficult to understand it because the perspective where I'm trying to understand it from is in the waking world in delusion. And then we're trying to take a step out and trying to understand it. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. And you're absolutely right to ask those questions because that's the kind of questions I asked. Just remember one thing. It's you that projects the world. It's your vastness. This world is a projection of you and your vastness your mind and intellect. The person sees a lake when he's hypnotized, when there's a floor. When he's dehypnotized, he then sees the floor, not the lake. You are now seeing the lake, created by your own mind, this illusion. Mm -hmm. When you're dehypnotized, you will see not the lake, the floor. You'll see Brahman, not this world. You with me, Kel? I can't really explain it to you. And you have to explain it to yourself by the study. I think, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I think it's the convincing part that's, that's missing because, I mean, what you say, like it's, it, you can understand it, but it's hard for me to accept it and be convinced about it. And I guess that's going to take some time. Where your self-study, your self-reflection, contemplation, your reading comes in. And as you read more and more, you will not get it in 10 minute class or half an hour class. You will not. That's where your own time and effort comes in. But you're absolutely right to ask that question. Thank you. Anybody else have any questions? But as you said, read it, study it, think about it. This whole chapter, not just that portion then you'll get a better idea. Yeah, Meghna.
Yeah, um, I was trying to formulate um, Gabriel's question as well, because obviously your dream is is solo. So whatever happens in the dream is is you and whatever you've sort of predicted. Whereas while you're sleeping, the world that you think is still going round, where your family might say, oh, this happened while you were sleeping or while you were away or something like, these things are still ongoing, whether you're there or not. But also, then my question is, if it isn't real, or if it is real and unreal in equal parts, or, or it can't, sorry, coexist, then if everyone was asleep, like if everyone in the world was asleep, is the, does the world exist? Does the world exist? See, if we project the world, the world doesn't exist for that, oh, everyone who's sleeping. Everyone in the dream world, the waking world doesn't exist. See, you're saying that the world carries on. Not for you, it doesn't. A person in a coma, where's the world for him? Where is the world? It doesn't exist for him anymore. Unless it comes out of that coma, the world does not exist for him. Hmm? When you get anesthetized for an operation, where's the world for you then? It's no longer there. You're in, God knows where you are. Deep sleep. I've got medical advice here. You're in deep sleep. <laughs> yeah, Magna. Um, I was going to say that obviously with your, the, the reason why it's difficult to understand is because you're, you're the only person in your dream. So you don't like meet other people in your dream. Um, and so when that dream or when you're awake, that dream is shut, it's, that is finished. But like, obviously with your, when you're sleeping or when you're awake, sorry, the world sort of still goes on and you meet other people and they interact with you differently in, as to your dream. That's why I disagree with you, because in the dream you interact with the, all the other dream world people in your dream. What's the difference between that and the waking world? You have a husband in your dream world, you have four kids in your dream world, yeah? You're top dental surgeon in the dream world, yeah? You're interacting with all of them, you've got patients, you're drilling their teeth every day. They're in pain. What's the difference? See, but you won't understand because you're now a waker. So, just as yeah. you see the dream state, the, what happened in the dream last night, and you poo-poo it and say, you know what, that was unreal. I can't have been the top surgeon in the country. I'm still qualified, not even qualified yet. Yeah. In the waking world, you wake up and you say that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but in, from the fourth state, they're saying, this is all the same, just like a dream. You, you with me? It's, it's not easy to understand. But you know, you guys are all doing well. So the fact that you've been asking these questions. Nikisha. Uh, sorry, Kevin, do you want to go? Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, mom asked the same, I guess. And I think that one answer could be that, like I said before, when you're dreaming or when you're asleep, um, science can put uh, tabs on the brain and test and see that your subconscious and conscious is working. 
and because we've been kind of uh, brought up like that to understand that kind of science to now try and explain the fourth state without that kind of evidence is yeah. a harder grasp that's right so if we didn't have the dream state and the waking state we cannot explain the fourth state it's very difficult for us to understand very difficult but look don't worry I, you're not supposed to get it in one class you're just supposed to get but you know you're all in the right track thinking about it when it, you had a question so um if when we're in the waking world um, we have to be in that state because how do we exhaust our desires so if we don't know about that and we can't exhaust them we can't ever get to the fourth state so you have to you have to be in the present of the waking world to be able to get to the next world if you can't understand this world then you're not going to understand anything beyond that is that right isn't it absolutely you you like i said you go and tell your partner there's a fourth state and that's where we need to get to do you think you've been watching star trek too much or something you know <laughs> they won't understand that's why this knowledge is hard to understand it's only for certain groups of people who are open to that idea that there is something beyond this world beyond this waking world there has to be something what is my purpose in this life what is what am i doing here you know why is there so disparate much disparity in the world people who ask these questions this knowledge then gives them those answers but if you're not an inquirer of these kind of questions then this knowledge will not make sense is you with me venita that's why there's only 30 people here in these classes you know when we're in the waking world and everyone's going through their desires and fulfilling what they need to really ultimately you're doing this on your own you're not doing with other people you, you if that's illusion then you're going around like on a blank slate rolling roller skating around doing whatever you're doing because everybody else even if they're participating in your life really they're not it's because it's your desire of what you're doing is that right you've created everything so you're creating everything around you which is not real because <laughs> you need to uh, get rid of the desires and as you gain more knowledge of this subject you real read accounts of the self realized souls or panishads um it makes it more and more believable that there must be something because not all all these great saints cannot be talking rubbish they, they're not all on drugs as dharma said you know which they could have been yeah they all could have been we don't know but everyone's saying the same thing from a different perspective and now after discussing the last few classes where does this world come from where is it going we don't know how many answers to these big questions we don't have any answers to these questions okay yeah i just want to extend on that so i think that what's difficult is uh, like if we saying that yes the world we project the world it's our desires but the most difficult part that i i I'm, i don't understand is the shared reality part the shared reality because in our dream right we have control of our dream we can decide what happens when what happens and and we partake in the morning when we wake up those people that were in our dream if we phone them up and say oh let's chat about last night's dream they'll have no clue what we're talking about right because it's completely different for each person 
Whereas in this world, we're saying that this world is, is not real, it's an illusion. But every day, like if you talk to other people, like, you know, we, we, we all partake. It's, it's, we all have one platform where we're on, if that makes sense. But in the dream world, if you throw in your friend and say, did you watch the football match? What's your friend going to say? Yes or no, I did or I didn't watch it. In the dream, you won't ring your friend. What's the difference between that and uh, the waking world? See, you're in the waking world. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, you're trying it. to understand it from the waker's perspective. You poo-poo the dream because it's unreal to you. How can that be real? I can get to India in one minute. It takes nine hours. Yeah. You understand? So it's a different real. It's yeah. a different reality. It's a different. You know, when they say, you know, when you watch that film Interstellar, they go to a planet and it says time moves here 10 times faster. Uh, no, one hour is seven years on this planet. You remember that in Interstellar, they go to this planet and it says one hour is seven years. We don't have much time. We have to hurry up. And they, they come back and they've they actually spent two or three hours there. And the person on the ship has got a beard, everything, you know, it's like 20 years have passed. Yeah. You understand that? Same thing. Like, so to me, like every, every Sunday when we have these rosters, there's two things I think about. One is, I feel like when we keep saying this world's an illusion, I feel like we're in the matrix, you know, the movie. So we plugged in. And secondly, when we talk about like, the dream world and this world and the, uh, and the, and the world after it feels like it's a be part of the, the movie Inception where you have the different layers. And to me, that's, I think, I don't know, I, I equate it to that because it feels that that's exactly what we're trying to say. I reckon Christopher Nolan reads Vedanta books and then makes movies. I came to that conclusion because yesterday I watched Tenet, I didn't understand it, but they said, how can cause come before an effect? And they were using those sort of terms, you know? So I reckon he studies these classes before he uh, ventures on making these movies because they all seem to be based on Vedantic truths of life, you know, like Inception and Tenet and so on. So, but look, don't worry. We're going to have Wednesday classes for anyone who has questions, wants to thought about it. So this is what I wanted to do on Wednesday is discuss these topics because as we get more subtler topics, certain questions will arise. So rather than discussing it in this forum, uh, we discuss it on Wednesdays where we have more time. Yeah. So that was the whole idea for Wednesday class. Um, so let's, uh, next two paragraphs. We've covered these, well, I've not covered it, but I've explained these two paragraphs before. So, but I'll explain it in more detail. Ravi. Analyze an erstwhile dream. The dreamer and the dream world appear simultaneously. The dreamer would never accept that his life has commenced a few minutes back. The dreamer declares he is 40 years old. He can account for those years in great detail. He goes over to his university and points out his name in the list of its alumni. He asks the principal of his high school to confirm his term therein. He even shows the municipal records wherein his birth was registered. Moreover, the dreamer swears the dream sun and moon, the hills and dales, rivers and lakes have been there for ages. 
The dreamer considers everything in the dream to be real. Yet with all those proofs, the dream has lasted only four minutes. If we analyze the dream and the waking world, tonight, when you go to sleep, I'm going to explain how the dream world and the waking world are. When you go to sleep, you enter the dream world tonight. You are born where? In the dream. Yeah? You're born in the dream. In the morning you wake up, the dream is finished. You are dead in the dream. You with me? When you went to sleep, you're born in the dream. When you woke up in the morning, the dream is finished. You are dead in the dream. That one night is the same as one lifetime for the dream, for the dreamer. Is everyone with me? When you go in the dream, you're born. When you wake up in the morning, the dream is finished, you're dead. It's finished. That's one lifetime. Now, in the waking world, remember we said the difference is that time, space, causation is more real. You're born in the waking world. You go through each day, go to sleep in the night, wake up next morning. You're the same person because there's a continuation. We go through this cycle, boy, adult, old person. We go through this cycle for approximately 30 to 35,000 days. 80 to 100 years if we're lucky. And then we die. Yeah, you all with me? The difference is the dream begins and ends in one night. You're born and you die in one night. That's one dream life. In the waking world, you're born and you die in 80 to 100 years. That's one waking world lifetime. That's the difference. Time, space, causation is different. One dream, one night, you're born and you're dead. That's one lifetime. Waking world, you're born and you die 80 to 100 years or whatever years you survive, you live. That's one lifetime. That's the difference. That's why this feels more real to you. It's more real and it lasts and feels longer. But otherwise, no difference between dream and waking state. Just to make things more complicated for you this morning. So think about that. One dream, one lifetime. One waking life, 80 to 100 years. That's the difference. Any questions? Does it make logical sense? No, they're saying no, it doesn't make, okay, don't worry. Wednesday we can discuss it more if anybody wants to. And read, between now and then you have to think about it. Don't rely on me for the answers. These answers have to come through you for your own contemplation. Only then you can come. Doesn't matter how many classes you come to. You'll know it intellectually, but you won't know it. Okay, next last paragraph. Now carefully scrutinize your waking state. You as the waker and the waking world that you experience appear simultaneously. The waker declares emphatically that he is 50 years old. Like the dreamer, the waker also has a history of his own and can account for his entire life. 
bring up his university, high school, and birth registration exactly as the dreamer had done, and substantiate the period of 50 years with proofs akin to those of the dreamer. With amazing similarity, the waker also swears by the world of the waking state that it has existed for ages. He pledges the sun and the moon, the hills and dales, rivers and lakes in the waking state have all been there forever. The nature of the experience he goes through is not any different from that of the dream. Both the waker and the dreamer swear by the world that each experiences. Even as the one negates the other world, Vedanta declares that you, now as the waker, cannot claim any more reality of this waking world than you, earlier as the dreamer, had claim of the dream world. So the similarities between the dream world and waking world are very similar. The dreamer would not acknowledge that he is in a dream. And that even though he is 50 years old in the dream, he will not understand the dream is only five minutes. It's only lasted five minutes. He considers everything in the dream to be real. If we could remember and experience everything in the dream as the dreamer did now as the waker, we would understand that this, the waking world right now, is no different than the dream last night. But we cannot remember. That's the problem. We cannot experience the dream like the dreamer did now as a waker. And that's the reason we can't understand it. Similarly, in the waking world, the waker believes everything is real for him right now. He accounts for everything in the world, birth certificate, schooling, just like the dreamer. The waker and the dreamer emphatically believe the world to be real. In fact, you contradict the dream yourself. Dream is unreal. Dreamer doesn't know anything about the waking state. Vitanta states that the waker cannot claim the waking world any more real than the dreamer and his dream world. If you understand and believe this sentence, you have reached a very high state. If you believe and understand that, you've reached a very high state. Yeah, make that. So at this point, is it sort of just safe to say that you only understand the state that you are in? Without knowledge, yes. And that's why you cannot say this to anyone because they will not understand it. As a waker in the waking state will not understand what we're talking about, unless he's open to the idea. He cannot. We'll go above his head. How many classes have had? 75 classes. Now you're saying, you're actually agree, saying, well, actually, yes, um, I don't understand it, but no one's saying that's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, no one is saying this is rubbish, what you're talking about. I'm no longer listening to this bakwas. No one's saying that. You're actually entertaining the idea because we've had 75 classes. Now you go to someone and say this, they cannot understand. Even you don't understand right now. You have, you're just having faith that yes, and you can buy saying this, you know, um, you know, I better take it seriously and uh, think about it. 
Otherwise, if you don't, then you wasted 74 classes coming and listen to me. <laughs> you yourself will think, I can't believe it. So you have some faith. <laughs> Look, it's not easy. So don't worry, come on. Yeah, so I wanted to ask a question. So currently in this waking world, we're able to understand the dream world um, and talk about it and, you know, contemplate about it. We're also able to entertain the idea of that there's another world or another state that we, we're trying to get to that we, we don't really understand yet, but we can entertain that idea. In the dream world, I mean, I don't remember my dreams, but in the dream world, is it ever possible that you understand while you're in the dream, that you understand that actually this is a dream and there's another world outside of this? Would you ever... Because it feels like this world that we're in at the moment can can kind of transcend a little bit into the other worlds, but that uh, does that happen in the other worlds as well? I mean, I don't know because I've never remembered. No, it doesn't. In the dream world, you cannot understand the waking state. You cannot. And what's the reason for that? Because. Technically, the only difference between the dream world and this world is that you don't have your body, right? And the intellect. You don't have an intellect in the dream. You cannot have knowledge to think about, is this the real world or not? There is no knowledge. There's no intellect to contemplate and think. Okay, fine. What is this world? Here, even with an intellect and knowledge that we're giving you, is difficult. But you're entertaining the idea because that you have an intellect to think. A person who doesn't have the intellect will not even entertain the idea. This is what I'm saying. You speak to someone else, they'll say, what are you talking about? So the only reason in, in the waking world that we are right now, the only reason we can actually talk about the dream world and the, is because of the intellect. If we didn't have an intellect in this world, we'd be just the same as the dream world, completely tied down, okay? You have an intellect to think and reason and judge. In the dream world, you don't have that. And that's the difference. And you're gaining knowledge. That's the difference. You're able to contemplate on that knowledge. So the way this knowledge works, let me explain. In the dream world, nothing can give you understanding that this is a dream from what you ask level, right? Kel? Yeah. But imagine there's one thing in the dream. Imagine you're chased by someone in the dark alley, or you're in the jungle and you're chased by a lion. Yeah, you're running, running, running. You're hot. You're sweating. You're scared. Suddenly, you wake up. Because of that dream of the lion chasing you, suddenly wakes you up. You all with me? Yeah. Similarly, this knowledge, when you think about it, you. You contemplate on it. It acts like that dream lion. It can suddenly wake you up from this state to the fourth state. This is how the comparison is. Just as the dream lion can wake you up from the dream state. Oh, I had a bad nightmare. What's going on? I was being chased by a lion. It wakes you up from the dream state to the waking state. Similarly, this knowledge acts in the same way. It wakes you up from the waking world to the fourth state. That's the only way I can explain it. See, because of this knowledge, you're now contemplating, is there a fourth state? 
is it a knowledge? And you reflecting on it, thinking about it. Is that okay, Kibble? Any other clarifications? Next, next topic is a very, very interesting. Who created the world? God did. Okay, so we're going to talk about that next next time. Very, very fascinating. You make you think about your beliefs. Any other clarifications before we sign off? It's a lot to take in, so think about it. Don't worry about it too much, yeah? You're all doing well, so don't worry about it. It comes to you when you're ready, the understanding. Now, as I said, Wednesday's class will only happen if someone, if anyone has a question and they put it on the WhatsApp group by Tuesday lunchtime, because we all need to think about the question. This isn't easy to get your head around. We all need to think about what is this person trying to ask? Yeah, and then we can have a discussion on that. No question, no class. Is that okay? Is that fair? Okay, because we want to use that time to understand this topic better. And even when we start Bhagavad Gita, we'll need those Wednesday evening classes to be able to talk about what is being said on Sunday. Good. Okay, bored you enough? Go and enjoy your lunch. And well done, by the way, with the charity once again. Uh, I think we ra you raised about 1,600 pounds or something. So it's great, great work. Great, enjoy your Sunday. <laughs>